0: Well, the book has officially launched How to Get Hitched and Stay Hitched, a 12-step program for marriage-minded women, is now available at Amazon. And hang tight before you forward through this, because this book may not exactly be what you think it is. Let's face it, folks. America is single. It's divorced, undercommitted, and hopelessly out of touch with how to build a relationship that lasts. Women in particular are groomed for a life centered on career and on being fiercely independent, as though marriage and family were a nice idea or a possible accompaniment to an otherwise satisfying life. But if flying solo is so great, why are online dating sites a billion dollar industry replete with clients looking to get hitched? In How to Get Hitched, I provide women with the detox they desperately need from the four lies the culture tells. Here are those four lies. Number one, sex is just sex. Number two, never depend on a man. Number three, marriage plus motherhood equals jail. Number four, career success will and should define you. These are all lies. If you're a woman who wants a happy marriage and a balanced life, you are going to need a new roadmap. And now you have one. In this 12-step program, you will learn why your 20s matter and how to make the most of these years, how to date with purpose, why living with a man to whom you're not engaged is a massive mistake, Facts about your fertility no one will tell you, why love alone is no reason to get married, and a brand new way to balance work and family. A call to arms, how to get hitched and stay hitched will ignite a much needed debate about the misplaced priorities of the modern generation. The superwoman ideal with which women have been raised is not sustainable in real life. Women can, however, have most of what they want if they pursue it in piecemeal fashion and in the right order. How to get hitched is available now at Amazon including the audio version which was read by yours truly. You can read all about it at howtogethitched.net where you will find a link to our Facebook group page as well as a link to the actual 12-step program page which gives a major overview of the 12 steps you'll read about in this book. If you're a woman who feels successful in life but not in love you will want a copy of this book. If you are the parent of a single adult daughter and you want her to have a roadmap for a life that doesn't encourage her to wait for marriage and family until the last possible moment under the guise that there will be a pot of suitable young men waiting on the sidelines, which you and I both know there won't be, you will want to buy and give her a copy of this book ASAP. Again, just go to howtogethitched.net and you'll find everything you need to know there. And now, on with the show. From the magnificent Midwest, it's the Suzanne Venker Show, where men and women are equal in value, but wildly different by nature. Join us here every week when we challenge the culture's hugely flawed narratives about men, women, sex, and love. From coast to coast and from around the world, thank you for joining us. So I came across an excellent article the other day entitled Baby Bust by Rebecca Heinrichs that could literally serve as a promo for my new book, How to Get Hitched and Stay Hitched, a 12-step program for marriage-minded women, which is designed specifically for women whose parents failed to counteract the pervasive cultural dogma their daughters absorbed, the one that told them a woman's value and true identity lie in the marketplace. Oftentimes, parents echoed this sentiment. Quote, this cultural dogma, writes Heinrichs, is so pervasive and so uncontested that it induces young women not quite on board with the program to cauterize their hearts and pursue a life unnatural to them, often leaving them frustrated, anxious, and bitter, end quote. Those are the exact women for whom I wrote my book. My inbox is loaded with women who believed for very specific lies the culture told, that marriage plus motherhood equals jail, that women should never depend on a man, that sex is just sex, and that career success will and should define them. The women who fell for these lies are now picking up the pieces of a life gone awry, a life that is not working, usually for one of two reasons. They either can't find a marriageable man or they do find one but are unable to have children the natural way or to stay home with the children they do have, despite their desire to do so. That is precisely because they prioritized career over marriage and were groomed to ignore, as Heinrich points out, the quote, constraints of time and biology, end quote. And for what? For what? For a political agenda. Feminists may want all the women in the world in the workplace so they can feel less alone and so they can push through their agenda for childcare and paid leave and all the rest. But that is not what most women want, nor is it good for children and families. Unfortunately, it is very difficult to go against the grain when it appears that everyone else around you is doing something contrary to what you want. That's why it's so critical we turn this mess around. Earlier this year, we received official US birth data for 2020, which showed that the birth rate is the lowest it has been in more than a century. It wasn't the pandemic that caused this. American women are simply waiting longer to marry and are having far fewer children than their mothers and grandmothers did. Why? Because they were groomed to put marriage and motherhood on the back burner and to pursue money and career instead. But not only are these values out of sync with human nature, they've come at enormous psychological cost for men, for children, for families, for society, and yes, even for women. No one's getting what they need or want. For one thing, most young people today are accruing a boatload of student debt, the idea being that they can always pay it off later. But by the time women are making enough money to even think about paying off their debt, their priorities have changed. They want a baby, and they want to be with their baby. Having been encouraged to view education and careers so myopically, they've created a mess. If they're in a serious relationship in college or shortly thereafter, they wind up in competition with their boyfriends because they don't know whose career should take precedence. They start making all of their decisions about the future based solely on financial matters. But there's so much more than money to consider when mapping out a future with someone. That doesn't mean money doesn't matter. It just means it's only part of the package. So many young people aren't taking into account what kind of life they want because they're so honed in on the financials. What is the ultimate goal? What do you want your life to look like down the road? because you need to consider the trade-offs you'll be making down the line if you want to create a life that works. For example, do you want to be a career woman or do you want to be a woman with a career? Meaning, is your life going to be centered around work or will you have a smaller career that will orbit around your family and will allow you to be available both physically and emotionally as a mother? Knowing this in advance is crucial. If you're in a relationship that's heading towards marriage, and you know you want your life to revolve around family, then you need to follow your man's career path, not yours, because his is going to feed the family, if only for a short period of time. And don't spend all the money you both earn in advance of having kids. Live on one income even before you have to, and this will give you options. I can't tell you the number of older women who tell me they wish someone had told them when they were younger the kinds of things I tell women, like the fact that your life will look very different to you in 10 years. What you thought was so important at 22 will feel significantly less important at 32. Stop moving through the world, making decisions about love and money and career, as if your priorities won't change and as if your body is no different from a man's. It is different so will be your choices and desires. You will most likely have a very hard time leaving your baby and will want to stay home for a period of time. You will want to nest and you will take on the emotional load at home because you are in fact not a man, you're a woman. And none of this amounts to oppression, it's a gift. At 53, I've had a great career as an author and coach that I was able to carve out in piecemeal fashion. I've been on hundreds of radio shows and countless television programs, and I've spoken to crowds large and small. And not a single aspect of any of it has been more gratifying than being a mother. I thought it was time someone told you that. I implore you to reject the lies society has fed you. Do the exact opposite of what you've been taught to do. Put marriage and motherhood at the center of your life and fit everything else in around that Find your person and start a family sooner rather than later. The marketplace will always be there. And all too often, what people start out doing in their 20s, they don't end up doing in their 40s anyway. You have a very long time in which to accomplish your goals. Women live longer than ever, and the Internet provides endless opportunities for women who put family first to find professional endeavors they can do from home. Your body also has a timetable of its own, so work within that framework. Make finding a life partner the priority. It isn't marriage that will change your plans as much as it is children. So if you want to put off having a family for a while, fine, but get the marriage thing down as this will be significantly harder to do down the line. Delayed marriage benefits men, not women. As men get older, they become more eligible, not less, because they are more likely to have found their professional footing. Just at the same time when women start to look for a man on whom they can depend. Women just don't become more eligible with age. Which is not to say you can't find a good man who's financially stable and who doesn't have kids when you're in your 30s. It is only to say that it's much harder to do so. What's the point of making marriage and motherhood so difficult? What purpose does it serve? If you want to stay focused on your career, you can still do that when you're married. It's children who will throw a wrench in those plans, which is as it should be because it's totally worth it. And if you plan ahead and you're flexible, it can all work out. Now, I know there's much more to this conversation and we will have it in the coming months. So if you have a question or a comment for me, you can always email me at Suzanne at the I will address your emails in a later episode. And that ends this hour of The Suzanne Venker Show. Don't forget to continue the conversation on Facebook by typing in the Facebook search bar The Suzanne Venker Show. Also, please recommend this podcast to one friend you think would enjoy it, and don't forget to leave us a review on whatever platform you're now using. Finally, if you have a question or comment for me, you can email me at Suzanne at the Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week.